1: Hey, everybody, this is Sandra Beck, and this is Military Mom Talk Radio. And we have got a really important show, uh, information to cover today that you're going to want to share with your friends and family uh, and people in need. We're going to be visiting today with Linda Kreter. She is the founder of Veteran Caregiver. And we're going to talk about these helplines, these hotlines, these suicide hotlines, these, you know, crisis hotlines. Because I got to tell you, Linda, I look at this stuff all all day long, and I don't even know what classifies as a crisis. So um, where do you begin? Like what what kind of helplines available? How do we know the difference? I mean, I don't even know where to begin, and I'm sure there are other people like me.
2: You make such an important point, and there are helplines for various things. I think it's important to point out that while there are indeed suicide helplines, and crisis helplines. There are also many helplines that are for non-crisis situations. And sometimes people don't know which one to call based on their names. And so I would love to run through some of these needs that are there. And it goes everything from domestic violence, to depression and hope, to um, suicidal ideation, uh, depression all the way to just how do you PCS? Uh, I need help finding a new doctor in my new uh, duty station. Um, and when you can triage in your mind to going to a suicide helpline versus a crisis line. Cause there are some different things. Crisis does not necessarily mean a behavioral health crisis.
1: Okay, you just used a whole bunch of words <laughs> that went right over my head. First of all, this suicide ideation and behavioral health something you lost me. Um, you know,
2: you're you're right, and that's because I get used to working with it so often. Most helplines are understated in their naming so that people will feel open and welcome to using them. I'll give you an example. The uh, VA's Veteran Crisis Line was renamed from the veteran Suicide Prevention Line in 2011. So to me, that means that if I have a, a crisis of some sort, say there's a, a, a domestic violence or say there is abandonment or a child is in need, that would be a crisis to me, and I would call that line. In reality, the VA crisis line is still the suicide prevention line. So it does help people to know in advance, put them in your phone as to what you may need them for. So the veterans crisis line is used mostly for, for when you are in a, a mental health crisis. You are thinking of suicide or harming yourself and you need help. And the good news about those lines is these days many of them also have online chat and text and they're 24-7. So, that part's very, very helpful. There are also lines, though, that are less urgent care, I'll call it. So, Military One Source offers 24 7 calling that can give you benefits information, education, deployment, transition, you know, veteran benefits kind of thing. So, that's an example of a line that is a less crisis oriented line, but it's important. And so people need to know where they can go to find that information. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Because, you know, when you're in crisis, and I can tell you this from my own domestic violence experience and my own, you know, um, dealing with a, you know, chronic, um, or what do you call it, terminal illness family member, Mm -hmm. you're not really with it that great when you're in crisis. At least I know I wasn't. And so if I'm confused and I'm not in crisis, if I was in crisis, it'd be really hard to know where to turn. You make an excellent point, and that's why the
2: overwhelming number of people don't know who to call when they are in a crisis. Many people at first will rely on their friends, and that's not a bad thought, except that they may not have the right information. If you can sort of think in your mind that you want to try to find local help first and then go to national help you may find that you're finding people that are closer in uh, proximity to you. You may find that you can join groups and meetups that you can talk to and that they have a helpline. So uh, there's almost too many helplines for every specific thing you can find. So today I guess we're really focusing on the national ones. So think crisis and non-crisis. I, for example would think that if I'm in a high anxiety, high crisis, uh, one of our friends has uh, committed suicide and the widow is beside herself, that to me is a crisis situation that could use some professional help. Would you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think at
2: that point you would want to call the crisis line because they could potentially help you. One of the things that I have found, though, in calling crisis lines on behalf of other people sometimes, on a three-way call for example, is that sometimes they really can't help you unless something is actively going on and there needs to be an intervention. One of the things I absolutely love is a newer type of program that is gaining ground over the last three or four years. And that is using peers to help peers. So vets talking to vets, military spouses talking to military spouses, caregivers talking to caregivers, family members talking to family members, because if you can get into that realm, it can deescalate a situation because someone gets it on the other end. And, and there's one in particular that I think of and use frequently, and that's vets for warriors. Because Vets for Warriors has what I just mentioned to you, vet to vet, mill spouse to mill spouse, caregiver to caregiver, family member to family member. And so when you know you're not alone and you know that the person answering the phone can answer your questions and refer you elsewhere, that's pretty important. And so the beauty of having, there are two lines like that, vet Vets for Warriors is the one that's 24-7, confidential. It is always live answered by veterans and veteran family members, caregivers, et cetera. And the difference with them is they will help no matter the issue. It isn't necessarily a crisis. Do you need a referral? Do you need a resource? They will help you. And, And the biggest thing that they will do that is unlike any other line that I'm familiar with is they will also follow up with you afterward. I have three things wow. that I look for, it's amazing, three things I look for. Is there is there proactive outreach and awareness so no someone knows to call them? And that's part of what we're doing here today is making sure that some of these excellent resources get spread out and the awareness rises. Is there two-way communication with people who understand? Yes, there is. But that third one, responsive follow-up, that's amazing. And that really sets them apart because you can be helped in the moment. But usually crises don't build up in five minutes. They build up over time. So it takes time to dissipate them. You may go get help, but you may still need ongoing help from time to time. And if you can call and know that there's a relationship built, that people still know and they will follow up with you, that's an ongoing help. In the continuum of how we all go through life.
1: Well, in this vets for warriors, their number—I'm just going to give it in case somebody's listening right now and they—they're really jonesing to, to get some sure. help. Um, eight five five eight three eight eight two five five. It's a toll free number. They haven't paid any sponsor or done anything to. For us to promote them, Linda, it's just uh, we need to get these numbers out there. And if you're listening from outside the United States, um, they actually have a system on there. If you go to their website, which is vets, V E T S, for the number four, warriors.com, you can call this global DSN operator and then um, contact vets for warriors via live chat on the website and provide provide a phone number, they can call you back. So if you're out of the country and you're struggling, you know, there is help available. I just wanted to say that because I'm on their site right now uh, looking at it. And I thought that was pretty neat. I think it's great. And I will
2: also supply you with a list of the groups that we talk about today so that we have them and we can post them on Military Mom Talk Radio, because I think that these are things, resources that people should put into their phones ahead of time. If you have them in your phone, if it's a true crisis, you're going to call 911. If it is something that gives you a little warning or it's a buildup or an ongoing situation, then put one or two of these numbers that appeal to you in your phone. There is a separate line run for Marines and is Marines to Marines only. And that's called de-stress, the letter D and then stress, S-T-R-E-S-S. And that is just Marine only. And I I know that the Marines always feel that they are set apart. And so they do have a set apart helpline. And that number is 877-476-7734. That one has chat and behavioral health clinicians on it as well. And so these are the two that I find are extremely helpful. Vets for Warriors is run out of the Rutgers Behavioral Health Institute. So clearly people who know what they're doing. And the de-stress line has clinicians as well. And I Well, i got to say,
1: just on this de-stress line, I'm on their site here. And uh they just totally get it because they have one button you click. I just want to talk. Button number two. I can find it myself. Button exactly. I just want to chat. Like they are speaking Marine to Marine. So if you are a Marine and you are in need of anything, you know, check this D-S-T-R-E-S-S linecom dot com out at 877-476-7734 because it is a service of the Marine Corps and it, they get it. They're talking Marine speak. I looked at it immediately right away. I could see that that was USMC all the way. It really is. And, you know, the
2: ease of finding these numbers is so important. You do have local state lines that you can call. Usually the state departments of Veterans Affairs within your own state would also have lines that might be more helpful to you on certain issues because they're local to you as opposed in a national call center somewhere. But I find that you really do need to have these ahead of time. You know, post them somewhere. Uh, the VA crisis line is available in the case of uh, suicide. Um, truly, if you're thinking of harming yourself or suicide, they will connect you. Um, they will give you the number of the suicide prevention coordinator. Uh, if you're in active uh, trouble, They will, you know, hook you up to the EMTs and they will take care of you right away. One of the things I like about the less waiting till it's the last moment is that you are looking at interaction with someone as opposed to going all the way to intervention. So I love these lines where they are helping you before you're in that suicidal crisis. You may be down and depressed. You may be heading in that direction, but you're not there yet. So by going to De-Stress or Vets for Warriors, you are really getting some help before you get there. And I'll say it again, having interaction with people who get it as opposed to an intervention where things may go
1: not quite the way you would hope that they would go. Wow, you know, there's, you know, you're starting to demystify this whole system uh, for me, and I just think anybody listening today who has a family member or a friend or a coworker or somebody, you know, it's really easy with a, a recording like this, you know, this is a live recording, obviously, and, you know, we can deliver it through podcast means, it's going to be on iTunes as well. So if you go to Military Mom Talk Radio and look for this episode, you can link it to your friends. You can download it for free on Toginet, t-o-g-i-n-e-t dot com. That's a global broadcasting network. So you can go to um, Military Mom Talk Radio and find this. You can. There's so many places you can go, Linda, to get a copy of this file for yourself and pass it on. You know, this isn't selling anything. We're not, you know, trying to get people to buy anything. We're trying to get the word out to every single veteran and family and friend and coworker of veterans who needs help to have access to these numbers. And, you know, digital media is the way to go.
2: I thoroughly agree with you. And it will be posted on VeteranCaregiver.com too because there's also a caregiver helpline that is specific to the VA that is posted there as well. Now let me
1: just stop you for a second here, because, you know, you use the word caregiver, and I hear that word a lot. Um, Is caregiver just the primary person who takes care of it? Because, like, when my mom was sick, it was like my sisters, my brothers, my dad, my kids. I mean, we were all involved in you know the terminal illness of my mom. So I want to know who who's the caregiver. You are so exactly right in terms of the
2: caregiver helpline. The VA would classify that as the person who is the primary registered caregiver in their national caregiver program. So that is for that helpline is for that group, but they will take calls from other people as well. But to answer your question on a more general basis, no. Caregivers are generally the entire family is involved, and for that you need the more general lines, maybe military one source, uh, vets for warriors if you want to talk to a another caregiver who understands, that is important. Um, they are the only line that has that variety of people who have been specifically, they are veterans, they are caregivers in the military system, uh, they are male spouses in the system. Most of the other lines have people who are some of them military, but others that are, quote, trained in the military culture. That may not matter to you. They could be very Exceptional people taking your calls. But if it does matter to you, you can choose which is best suited for you. And the document that we'll put together for this uh, will line up all of these various credentialing that is there. Because sometimes it's not the master's degrees and the psychologist and the psychiatrist degrees that count. It's also having someone who knows the military very well and also knows where to refer you. I think what I love about some of these lines is that they don't take on what they shouldn't take on. They know where to send you if it should go somewhere else. And, and isn't that true of most things? We need well, to that's know what, what we I'm don't gonna... know.
1: I want to ask you, like, why would a caregiver call? Like, what? I'm a big person that has to know what it looks like, you know, what it tastes like, what it sounds like. So, you know, as a caregiver, I don't think I ever called for help in the, you know, two to five years that I was heavily involved in these different scenarios. Right. Why would somebody call? Like, you know, what? I don't even know what resources would be available for veteran caregivers. Well,
2: the. There is the caregiver program that is run out of the VA, and that is a very specific program that has caregiver support coordinators at each of the VA centers, and so it is a helpline for those in the program, and it is for caregivers of veterans of any era can call this line, but not civilians. It is not a civilian line other than if you are taking care of a veteran. So meaning you don't have to be a veteran yourself to call, but you do have to be the caregiver of a veteran to call. But it does cover all eras. It's just that there are some services available to the post-9-11 caregivers that are not available to the general caregiver population. There are 5.5 million veteran caregivers in the United States right now and that's a great number. So there is so a number. So why would
1: they call? Why would they why would you tell me why you'd pick up the phone or you know because people listening today are going to like if they're like me going to think well my stuff doesn't matter or they can't help me. What are some typical things people call for so people know hey it's okay to call for these things? Mostly the calls are related to the services that are
2: offered for the uh, post 911 caregivers because that's the predominant group that is using this line. But there is also an umbrella caregiver program that is for caregivers of other eras. So it's to find out about the Alzheimer's care program. It's to find out about what do I do about hearing loss. Is there a webinar or a resource that the VA can offer me that I can get information on? So you would call if you're needing help on a particular topic of caregiving, Um, respite care, aid in attendance, certain benefits that you might need to know. It may take a couple of calls and referrals, but that's why a caregiver would call if they were seeking help related to their caregiving of a veteran.
1: What if they're having a hard time with caregiving? You know what if they're they're having problems because of the you know depression and you know sadness and fear and frustration? you know there's all those things that go on with the caregivers. Where do they go? Is that part of this too? Well, it is part of it, but the it is not a twenty
2: four seven line after a certain time, which I'm not certain of the hours at the moment, but I believe it is nine p m on the West Coast, it would revert to the VA crisis line. And okay. so then you are calling the crisis line, and they would connect you in the morning or give you the number of the caregiver support coordinator at your VA medical center. You might be better off at that point calling one of the 24-7 lines, the Distress stress or the Vets for Warriors, because they can help you. Now, Vets for Warriors, I know, has caregivers trained to talk to caregivers. De-stress. I'm unclear as to whether they do or not. Most of them have mill spouse and vet um, caregivers are still very underserved in this population. Uh, the VA crisis line should be able to guide you to who your resource would be in the morning, but they are really not uh, your primary group to call as a caregiver because they are they don't have the resources to offer for such a large group of people.
1: Sure, sure. It was just, it's just one of those things where you're, you know, there, it's really confusing. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice that, you know, these groups like the de-stress group and, and, you know, the um, Vets for Warriors are there because at least there's a starting point because, you know, I would have just gone to Google and looked up, you know, Googled something, you know, to try to get some help. Um, Or like you said earlier, you know, depend on my friends. Well, and that's what most people do. Uh,
2: There are lines that you can call for uh, veteran homelessness, separate line. There's a line that you can call for domestic violence, separate line. There's a line you can call for depression, or it's called the hope line. So there are specific ones that are for specific things that you feel like. But in a time of stress, when you Google it, and you put in, you know, I want to talk to a peer support crisis line, you're only going to end up with a very small group. And in fact, de-stress doesn't come up. Bets for Warriors does. Um, de-stress, because it's marine only, The they either don't have their uh, Google Analytics and their indexing <laughs> right because it's not coming up when you do Google that as a peer support line. And that is run by TRICARE West. So it's it's actually part of the bigger
1: healthcare system. And so it, it's surprising that that didn't come up, but so then what we're going to do is we're going to tell everybody listening today if you know a marine or a marine family or a marine coworker, make sure that they know about the de-stress line. And I That's think it's
2: de-stressline.net if I'm not
1: mistaken. But it's de-stress Are de-stress you line. Yeah, I'm on
2: it. It's de Dot .com. Good. Okay, perfect. And they have chat and phones so it's yeah. it's and international it's really, too because they've it, got some
1: numbers down there for Okinawa um, yes, and some of the other MCS stations, so and
2: I, I believe Military One Source is also uh, internationally adaptable, and 24 seven as well. The crisis line will be answered twenty four seven The referrals to some of the people you need would be for the next day, so they do handle some non-crisis. Items, But they are predominantly there to answer real suicidal crises, uh, people who are thinking of harming themselves or others. And so that's the one to call. Uh, if, if that is what is on your mind, the VA crisis line is the number that will come up the fastest on almost anything uh, that you Google.
1: Well yeah, and, and just if you're listening today and you're not uh you're not internet friendly uh for this, the military one source number is one eight hundred three four two nine six four seven. That's one eight hundred three four two nine six four seven. These numbers will all be available on the sidebar of Military Mom Talk Radio. They'll also dot com. They'll also be on veteran caregiver dot com. Um and you know, that just helps kind of organize this you know, overabundance of information that's on the the web that really doesn't help us sometimes. It kind of gets in the way of what we need. You're so right. And just
2: to be complete, the VA crisis line number is 800-273-8255 and press
1: 1. So, Linda... What about confidentiality? Because I've got a lot of friends who serve, and if I jokingly say anything about anything, they're like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, that's never happened to me. And I know full well these things have happened. Um, But, you know, there's a big stigma about getting help. There's people who are afraid that it will affect their military career or how people perceive them in leadership. And, you know, Mm -hmm. probably rightly so. I'm not here to judge or to defend or whatever. But what about confidentiality with this stuff? You know, it's interesting. Most of them do say
2: confidential, but you might want to check with that very carefully because almost always there is the there are laws in states and nationally where if someone is in danger of imminent threat to themselves or to someone else, by law they need to be reported. So it's confidential to a point and then it, it can't be for your own safety after a certain point. But there is a varying degree on each of these. And in terms of behavioral health, that can be totally confidential. It's one of the reasons the vet centers versus the VA medical centers are being used so much because for behavioral health, it is confidential. It does not go in your medical records. And so that is a, a smart addition so that active duty can go get help without real fear of repercussions to their careers.
1: Well, and there's, you know, there's another group out there called Give an Hour, which yes. um, I just wanted to mention that because if you're in a situation which some people find themselves with no mm-hmm. insurance, with no coverage, right. you know, for whatever reason, um, with respect to their military service or the family of military service members, they offer treatment for anxiety, depression, substance abuse, post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injury, sexual health, uh, loss and grieving, and a whole bunch of other things too, yes. so you know they're you know an, I think they're a neat organization and we know while we're mentioning there's a lot of them out there that we don't have enough time to go uh, over every single one but I just wanted to hit a highlight on there so that if you are somebody that is maybe outside the service parameters of people who can help you uh, because of how you're classified because of your income because of, or non-income um, you know given hour and that's given is somewhere uh, you know that might be how uh, Helpful for you to look.
2: Not to mention the fact that they are now moving more to being able to provide telehealth. So, not only can they find you a provider in your local area in most cases, if they can't, they are moving to providing sessions on Skype, um, on, on other web sharing type of arrangements to provide telehealth sessions. And as you said, this is pro bono work and very helpful. And I would never fail to mention that many of your faith-based groups locally also will provide free counseling help in your neighborhood if that's more convenient. So there are options out there, and being aware of them before you need them and being able to refer other people to them is very important.
1: Well, and, you know, I I want to address that, you know, so many of our military family members and service members come from, you know, I'll just say it the way it is, little dink towns like I came from, you know, <laughs> where the VA is, you know, <laughs> the VA is like, you know, a bus ride and a car ride and, you know, it's right. not reasonable. You know, when I think of my friends out near White Sands and, you know, my friends in New right. Mexico and Arizona, you know, where their service locators are five, six hours away, you know, that's not, it's not possible for some uh of us to get the help we need. And that's why that, what did you call it? Tele- it's called telehealth and telemedicine. And they are moving to that
2: due to exactly what you're talking about, because especially vets, Combat vets who come back with very severe PTSD PTSD or TBIs, traumatic brain injuries, they often want to move where there are no other people to bug them. And that means that they're in rural areas or hard to access areas or on reservations. It's difficult. You may not have internet access widely, but... You you will be able to have Internet access at your library or off your phone. Um, there are many ways now technologically that you can get access. So telemedicine, telehealth, telemental health is growing due to need. And it's so smart because a voice is so much better than just typing or texting something to someone.
1: Sure. But, you know, they all work. Like, you know, you're a voice person. When I'm in crisis, I like to text. I like the chat things. You know, Mm -hmm. when I'm frustrated, I will go into chat help. And Mm -hmm. the nice thing is, is there's something for everybody. And the technology is finally catching up uh, to what we need, uh, Linda. Now for, for, uh, I'd like to wrap this up and uh, ask you. What would be the one most important thing that somebody listening today who is a friend or a family member or a coworker of a service member, what can they do to make a difference? Because, you know, everybody wants to help. Everybody wants to support our veterans and their families in need. But mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know how to go about it. And, you know, if you're listening today, you know, call the helplines if you need it. You know, call and figure out what you need. What about for the rest of us? What What can you what kind of advice can you give us?
2: I would give the the most basic advice know of one or two of these helplines that appeals to you and your friends who you know or in the military or a veteran. And you mentioned it beautifully that there is a different format for everyone. Vets for Warriors, for example, added email as another means of communication for people. So you've got email, chat, text, phone. Uh, figure out which ones that appeal to you off our list that we will be providing and put them in your phone. Put it on a note card. Put it on a little tiny card and put it in your pocket so that you have it to give someone because I think we can always be there with a helping hand if we have a resource to pass on. And I think it's very, very important to those who are in the military. There isn't anyone I know who hasn't had a crisis of some sort, or a a very deeply troubling situation. So put the numbers in your phone. Then they are there for you when you need it. And it's really important just to be able to hit the one button and know that you can be connected to someone who can help you immediately.
1: Well, and to hand that button over or hand that number over to somebody who doesn't know about it, somebody who's not aware of it, because then you don't have to sit there feeling helpless and alone going, I can't help my friend.
2: Well, not only that, there'd be such guilt if something went wrong and you didn't have it to pass on, and we don't need to add to the world's guilt. That doesn't help anyone. So just by spreading the awareness, telling people to listen to this program, to find out the differences between a couple of them, know to use your local ones, and know always in an emergency or to keep safe, call 911. That is your fallback position for any time things get really beyond your control, and that that is... Really, we have the most amazing, um, 911 system in the country, but I don't think many people know there are only two counties in the entire United States where you can text. So wow. if you're stuck and you can't talk out loud because of danger, you, you can't do that. These lines help you to have another outlet that you can use that's quiet, silent and wouldn't alert people to further danger. So that is an added element of having one of the ones that you can text or chat online. Um, So digital does have its advantages sometimes over some of these other elements that you can use.
1: Linda, I want to thank you for being a guest on Military Mom Talk Radio today. (coughs) Sorry, excuse me. I'd also like to thank our veteran service members, our active duty service members uh, for their service. You know, you guys, we care about you. We want to help. There's groups out there that want to help make a difference for you. We value your service. We value what you've done for our country. And these broadcasts are intended to help support you the way you've protected us. This is Sandra Beck from Military Mom Talk Radio. We'll catch you again next week.
0: Thank you for being part of Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com with Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here each week to provide a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. For more information on the show or Sandra and Robin, go to militarymomtalkradio.com. This is their mission. Helping Military Moms. So join us again next Monday for Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd, Monday afternoons, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, on TogiNet.